I love little children. One of the things that I love most about little kids is they tell it like it is. Our senior warden, John Sefton, became a grandfather just a few years ago. His daughter and granddaughter live up north, and he loves to call and talk to his granddaughter, who is now about three. A couple weeks ago, he called, and his daughter picked up, said, I'd love to talk to my grandbaby girl. And his daughter said, do you want to talk to your grandpa? And the granddaughter said, no! (laughs) No. We wouldn't do that in the South, would we? (laughs) There is something in the church that is called the lectionary comes from the word lexio, which means to read. The Episcopal Church, the Lutheran Church, the Roman Catholic Church, the Eastern Orthodox Church, all of these ancient liturgical traditions that have Eucharist, we all have this thing called the lectionary, which means that scholars and theologians have basically divided the Bible up and we read the whole Bible. Now, depending on how many readings we have on Sunday, we read the whole Bible in either three years or six years. But the readings are assigned to the preacher. So in other words, my Baptist brothers, and they're mostly brothers who are preachers, They can pick what they want to preach on. So if they want to say something, they can go through the Bible and find the thing that backs up their point. I can't do that. The scripture is given to me. It's assigned. But today, I really would like to say, no! Because you guys know this gospel the Beatitudes. You know, the one where Jesus says, blessed are you when your life is awful. Blessed are you when you have no money. Really? Blessed are you when someone you love dies. Blessed are you when you're really hungry. Oh, and blessed are you when people hate your guts. How does that make any sense? One time when I was in South Carolina, we had a big Bible that they left on the pulpit and I hadn't had the strength or courage to remove it yet. I didn't know. It just sat open all the time. But I was preaching and I went like this. And from that day forward, there was a man in my church who hated me because I punched the Bible. I didn't feel blessed that this guy hated my guts. It didn't feel fortunate to me or edifying or anything. Oh, and then Jesus goes on to say, woe to you if you're rich, which basically all of us Americans are, and woe to you if your belly is full. Most of us are pretty satisfied with our food, right? 
and woe to you when people like you. So I was struggling, struggling with Jesus' words. But the brilliance of the lectionary is that it's not just one reading. These scholars and theologians through the centuries have pieced the scripture together. And Jeremiah and the psalm helped me understand the Beatitudes for the first time in ways I never had. And you know what I think Jesus was really talking about? I think he was talking about trees and specifically the roots of trees. There are five different kinds of roots of trees. Did you know that? I didn't. There is, first of all, the tap root. The tap root is the one root that when the tree is planted, dives down deep to try to anchor the tree. And then there are the lateral roots that go out and the heart roots and the sinker roots and the fine roots on the top. Did you know that there were that many different kinds of roots? And there is a tree in South Africa that they think has the deepest tap root in the world. It is a wild fig tree and it is growing in echo caves in South Africa, and its tap root is 400 feet deep. That tree, it ain't going anywhere. <laughs> Jeremiah says that when we value the surface things of this life, like wealth or good food or people liking us, or success. We're like a, a shrub in the desert, or chaff. Do you know what the word chaff means? It's that stuff on the, on the wheat that blows away. When you value things of this life that are surface things, like wealth and success and being popular, and all those things, they come and they go. You get blown this way when things are great and blown that way when things are bad. Think about if all of your value hung on the stock market, right? You'd go up and you'd go down. And you'd be blown this way and you'd be blown that way like the chaff in the wind. Those who put their trust in God, says Jeremiah, are like a tree that is planted by springs of water whose roots go down deep. And those roots can access the water. That wild fig tree in South Africa, it is in a very dry area. But because its taproot is 400 feet deep, it accesses water. And even in the dry seasons, it can bear fruit. And its leaves will never wither.
When we struggle financially, when we fall sick, when someone we love dies, either we blow away or perhaps we dig deeper. Perhaps it's those times in which we realize what is truly important, in which we access the water of life that was given to us at our baptism, and we find that strength, that peace that passes all understanding, that wellness that cannot be shaken by our jobs, by politics, by the economy, by illness, or even death. Because we are strong in the Lord, as the psalmist said, and we reach down to touch the waters of our own baptism, and we're nourished by something that is not of the surface of the world, but the eternal things that never die. When I was in South Carolina, there was another couple that I just admired so much. They came every Sunday, Bob and Peggy Ewing. They had three children, but then they decided because they loved God and they were so grateful for their lives that they would start adopting. They adopted internationally children that were abandoned all over the world. They ended up adopting 10 more children. And their three that they had had biologically had grown and were so inspired that they started adopting children. Their oldest boy, I'll never forget, adopted a little Vietnamese baby who had been abandoned. And this little baby had some sort of a mysterious rash all over his body. And he never could stop crying. He was in pain and itching all the time. And it was worse than colic. These young parents, they, they never slept. They would bring him to doctors and doctors. They finally figured it out. But for about six months, this couple struggled with this baby. But their roots were deep. And even through exhaustion and weariness, they never gave up. And Elias, he just graduated from college. He's wicked smart. I'm waiting to see what he's going to do with his life. And this family, their Christmas card, when they all get together, is the most beautiful Christmas card I have ever seen. It's like the rainbow of the human race. It is so beautiful. Bob and Peggy Ewing adopted their 10th child right around the time that Bob turned 70. And he wrote on Facebook, I should be retiring, but instead I'm giving a toddler a bath. And people say, where do you get the resources? Where do you get the strength? But their roots run deep and their joy is wide and they bear much fruit because they're anchored in the gospel and in the practices of the faith. They just come to church. They just say their prayers.
When COVID hit, what did you rely upon? Where were your roots? You're here now. You survived thus far. You must have had to dig deep. Was it a tap root? Was it a lateral root or a heart root? John Bunker, the artist whose artwork we exhibit in Tolliver Hall, he went to his art. And during the pandemic, he drew these in beautiful drawings. If you haven't seen them yet, go into Tolliver Hall. They're extraordinary. That's how he dug deep through his art. What is it that you rely upon? And how can you dig deeper? As you exit the church this morning, I hope that you will touch the waters of baptism. In the baptismal font, there is some water that is blessed. Touch it to your forehead. Remember who you are. Remember that you have access to that source of life and strength. That water that springs up into eternal life. For you are the baptized children of God. You have roots that run deep. Cultivate those roots. Don't be distracted by all the surface things that come and go and blow this way and that. Cultivate what is deep and rich and true in your life. Those things that do not go away. The love of God and the relationship that you have with the one who made you. Those are your roots. Alleluia. Amen.